Attention bobsled riders, you will soon be embarking on a thrilling podcast down the icy slopes of the Matterhorn, so please remain seated keeping your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the bobsled at all times. Auf Wiedersehen! Welcome back, yodlers, we are the Matterhorn Yodlers. I'm Jeffith. Jackie! Peter. And so, once again, we are the Matterhorn Yodlers, and our topic today is the movie Hocus Pocus. We're doing another movie review. Movie review. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah, so, for those who don't know Hocus Pocus, which I don't know where you've been, because this movie has been out since 93. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it is now a staple in everyone's house, it seems like. Yeah, it's definitely become that movie that like has become the much the must watch of every Halloween season. You know, I even get hyped up. Yeah. And so like I, I was just like, why am I getting so hyped up about this? And I remember watching it and enjoying it as a kid, so uh, I thought let's let's dive into it and let's get some opinions. But well I'll do a short synopsis for those who are naive about this movie. Spoiler Spoilers. Spoiler alert. So, the Sanderson sisters, they are three witches, and this takes back, it starts off in Salem, Massachusetts, just around the time of the Salem Witch Trials, these witches, they seek immortal life by sucking the life out of small children. Isn't this a great start to a Disney movie? It's a lighthearted movie. Yes. And it only gets lighter. It does. you get throughout it. (laughs) And so these these witches are caught, they are hung, but they do a spell, and then they are able to come back to life, and then 300 years later, they come back to life, wreak havoc, and that is the fun of the movie, is the havoc that we call Hocus Pocus. So... Should I start off with some fun facts? Fun facts! Cue the fun facts! Okay, so, the role of Max was originally offered to... Leonardo DiCaprio. Which, I have a funny story about that, because I actually... Did Leo tell you something the other day? No, but I watched this video of uh, the director. He spoke about this event. So, like, what happened was... um, He was, you know... He was going through a lot of casting, and... Uh, the producer calls up and he goes, hey, I've got this guy, Leo. He's going to come in and audition. He's not going to accept the part. He's got a bigger part lined up for him, but he's going to come in and I want you to, I want him to read for you. And he goes, why? <laughs> he goes, I just want you to meet him. And he says, okay. So he comes Some in. Serious networking. Right oh, there. I know, right? And he comes in. And Leo's all like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm here. And he sits down on his couch like almost like a therapist. But like, <laughs> then someone just talks to the director like, oh, I've got this big role. And, I'm da, 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 da. and then he leaves. And then he goes, wow, this guy's amazing. So the producer calls him back and goes, how did it go? And he goes, this guy's amazing. And he goes, how did he read? And he goes, I forgot to have him read. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he ends up turning down what he turned it down so he could do what's eating Gilbert's yes. grape. Remember he said Darwin was like, What's eating gar uh what's eating uh, Gilbert's grapes? Like that's right. <laughs> and he made fun of me. 
All right, Ben Miller, by Which the I way. I think he won. I think he was nominated. He was for nominated. So, I mean, Max did not. The, the actor that plays Max did not get nominated. No. No, no. So, Ben Miller, next fact. Ben Miller, by the way, has said that Hocus Pocus is her favorite film out of all the films she's ever done. I would believe it. She was amazing she, in this role. She was probably the best part of the movie. So, yeah. Yes, I agree. So everybody has watched and expect Friends, the TV show, and there's the famous opening sequence of the fountain. I saw that. I only discovered that from a meme. Yeah. That fountain is actually featured in this movie as they are heading to the school to trap the Sanderson sisters there. You get a brief glimpse of that same fountain. That they have the intro. That they have friends. the intro for friends where they're bouncing around because everyone oh. thinks it's this one fountain in New York. It's not. it's not in New York. And if you look in the background of the friends opening, you see that Bostonian style houses, which are like, where's that in New York? Because if you go to New York City, you're not going to see that style of building there. No. Maybe one building, but not like a whole. So that takes place in a set on Universal um, lots. Um. Interesting fact, Sarah Jessica Parker is related to a woman who was famously accused of being a witch mm-hmm. during the Salem Witch Trial period. Uh, so there's Billy, the zombie. Oh, Billy. Yes. His mouth is sewn shut, and then it is open, and moths come out. Those are real moths. Ooh. Yes. That's so, gross. Uh, there are two actors who help bring Thackeray Binks' character to life. You all know Sean Murray, who is in NCIS. He plays McGee. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's McGee. Uh-huh. Yeah, so young. And then Jason Marston. Do you recognize the name? He and his voice was Max in the Goofy movie. Yeah. But he is also Eric's best friend. In Boy Meets Meets World, World. season two. Six Degrees of Boy Meets World. It's right there. (laughs) Move over, Kevin Bacon. Boy Meets World, taking over. (laughs) And then... The film was going to be called Halloween House. Yes, Halloween House. What a horrible name. It's a pretty bad name. (laughs) (laughs) And then for Mary Sanderson, Rosie O'Donnell was offered the role. How horrible would that, that have, been? have been? Good at all. <laughs> she would have over. It would have been super over, dramatic. It wouldn't have yeah. worked with Bette Midler, like in the chemistry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she felt uneasy. This is what Rosie would almost say: uneasy about playing a character who kills children. There's no problem killing her career, but no, brother, not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. We're going to do initial feelings once I said we were going to watch Hocus Pocus. Peter, we'll start with you. I was like, okay. I mean, I mean, my my opinion. I mean, you'll, we'll get into more about my opinions. I mean, initial thought, like initial thought was all like, I mean, yeah, it makes sense that we would talk about Hocus. We would do a Hocus Pocus movie review for Halloween this year, so okay. it made sense to me. So I was like, I was okay to go with it. Jackie? Love Hocus Pocus. But also, like, Hocus Pocus is one of those Halloween movies that 
is not too scary for children, I would say. Like, compared to other Halloween movies where they're, like, super scary, like, you know, bloody or whatnot. No, you just get to watch a cat get smushed twice. <laughs> I like the lifeless child <laughs> in the one scene. The lifeless child. She's there she, and, like, if you look closer, she, she moves, right? She <laughs> moves. She's like this. <laughs> She, like, slowly moves her head. It's just... Okay. So, okay. I was... I was like, okay, I'll watch Hocus Pocus. Oh, I love Hocus Pocus. Well, you know, as I was, but going into it, as I was watching, I was like... I didn't know the ending, because I don't ever make it to the ending. Yeah. And so we'll plug it more into that. Um, Peter, what did you like about the film? Well, I think the best part of the film was Sanderson Sisters. Without a doubt. Like, yes. They, with, without them, the movie would just be a Disney Channel movie. Like, they make that movie work. They The song, their version of um, I Put a Spell on You, yeah. like, that is definitely the highlight of the entire movie. And without their performance, because they did a spectacular job, I think the movie would have fallen flat. I think originally... It was supposed to be a very serious and uh, dark movie, but the director goes into that where he's like, he's kind of conflicted how yes. it turns yeah. out. And But the Sanderson sisters, although dark, add that comedic element to it that makes it, I think, I think makes it enjoyable overall uh, so that anyone can enjoy this movie. Yes, it's definitely focused. This movie turned out to be very family-friendly for Halloween um, to focus. And like Peter said, the Sanders sisters made the movie. I would say they are probably one of the best witches like I've seen. Mm -hmm. um, betrayal. Um, and, you know, they're even presented in the parks at Halloween time at Disney World. They have their own show. Which now, is, they, now they do. Which yeah. is crazy because the movie itself was considered to be a failure. Not oh. a failure, but just like dismal results. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They doubled their money where like it was $20 million and they and they got $40 million in the box office. Which you would think that's big. You know, like, wow, you doubled your money. And it's like, nah. Not really. And those, it was, it's a, it's a cult classic. It's a cult, yeah, and it yes. just it's keeps going. Well, I think this year, because they've re-released it in the movie theaters, because nothing else is coming out in the movie theaters, it's the most, uh, best, uh, box office results for, like, weeks in a row now. That's crazy. Because they, they're just showing Hocus Pocus in the movie theater, and people are showing up. And people want it on Broadway. Yeah, they do. There's a, like, you know... There's a, a petition? Yeah, there's a petition that everyone petitions to... mean something. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Obama to do, like, where's my super suit? Yeah. he did. Did he do that? Oh, I didn't see that. He did do it. <laughs> there was a White House petition for that. There was. But, the important yeah. things in our country, and that's, that's what we want. <laughs> People want it, and uh, I think the original actors would... Uh, so they said they would come back for the Broadway performance. Of course, why not? It's a fun role. Um, for me, I it hits upon the classic Halloween themes. You have witches. You have a zombie. Yeah. You have the classic black cat, and it takes place in Salem, Massachusetts. Like 
like you would just think that's the, the pinnacle of Halloween, Halloween. You know, in America. Like, in America, yeah. yeah. You've got the classic New England fall. Like we don't understand where that is. No, we're at. It's just from, like from Arizona. No, we no. we do not have the season of fall. We go straight from summer to it's cold. To where it's still summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go from summer to slightly cooler summer to yes. winter. <laughs> So, I mean, I love that aspect of it. We hit upon Bette Miller's um, performance. Yes. It is what carries this movie through. Um, and I love the sisters' response to the modern marvels. Like, they they did a good job where they just don't jump into this, like, foreign world. Like For the most part. There there are moments where yes. they do. But you're right. But, but they address it. I think that's what's good like, about it. Like, the moment when, like, they see, like, a black street. And they're, they're like, yes. what is the this? The Black River. The Black River. I love how she pushes her around into it. And she's like, ah! <laughs> oh, it's rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like those those aspects of, like... They address it subtly. Again, you only have so much time. Yeah, I know. You can't You can't always rely on that gag. Like, yeah, I mean, they could have addressed the fact that they don't know what a microphone is, but uh, <laughs> they seem sure seem comfortable. Like, I never thought up. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they sure are very comfortable with that microphone when it comes time to perform. <laughs> it's just natural. It's just there. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go on to things we disliked about the film oh wait wait, wait. i do forget one thing one thing i did like was the bus driver oh. he's the most underappreciated character which he was is the most creepy character. but he was great he was all like well we're looking for children well it's gonna take me a couple of tries i was like oh wow that was really funny yep but just like it was those subtle things where you're just like, oh, that's a joke for me in 20 years. I appreciate <laughs> you, Mr. Bus Driver. All right, all right. Now on to things that we dislike about this film. Peter, all the kids, every single one of the kids I annoyed me so much. Teenagers included. The teenagers. Ice. Oh, those guys were so oh, the bullies. bad yes. actors. Like the they bring the movie down. They totally they served no point in the movie at all. They didn't need them. Even the main three characters, they weren't very good. If there was maybe a glimmer of goodness, it was Danny the girl. Really, you like? I was like, I'm fine. She was, you could take her, but she. Take but her, the reason why is she played her part well as that annoying little sister. Yes, she yes. did. She played that part well. Did she annoy me? Oh yeah, she did. But that was her role. But that was her role, and she did that well. There was just some things where she just really pushed too far. Where I just don't see a sibling like confronting a bully like my brother will beat you up. It's like. <laughs> Do you not see that there's six guys the same size as me? Like, I'm not Aladdin with genie powers where I can fun, punch off these guys. Like, I don't... That's where I'm like, I think we're embellishing a little too much with, like, this annoying sister. Because uh, my sister's not that annoying. No, I'm not. Not at all. No, I'm not, not annoying. No, no. annoying <laughs> No comment. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just love how. What do you? What are, What were some dislikes you thought or saw so in the movie? So the house, like. Which house? So the witch's house. Um, I love how like the house pretty much stayed intact, and you would think when the mob burned the witches, 
They would burn the house with it. That's a good point. I think a uh, critique people have with the house in itself is that these people, this town, really believes in the Sanderson sisters and that if they really believed it, they would have, like, stashed, buried that black candle. Yeah. Not see the light of day. It would not just be sitting out. I know. I love how they And an area where people could actually easily just, I'm just going to light the black Because there's always the dumb teenagers, like, Superman complex of, like, Oh, it's not real. I'll show you. <laughs> Did, no, thinking about that. Did they actually mention the candle that the the mob would know about it? Well, the, or is the, that something they knew the about? Book? They knew about it because the she chanted the well, spell. No, 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 no. So, like in the future, the, they the know girl, about it. the girl, well, does the mob know it at the time? Well, how did they know about? Yeah, there's always somebody does research and like. Okay, well, eventually, like they would figure out. Oh, okay. Well, we need to get rid of this candle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but that's just me. Uh, cinema sinning. Where you're just like, like I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can understand why they kept the house for the movie. The and movie's tags. gotta exist, I guess. The movie wouldn't really be much of a movie if everything was just like not there. Well, you know, it could it could have been like a National Treasure, Nicolas Cage, come out with a candle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, there we go. <laughs> gotta find these witches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the house, I was like, why, why, wouldn't you think you would burn all of the witches' stuff? Never thought about that. That's a good point. Like, just and destroy and, it all. And I think it's poorly designed for a museum, because it once was a museum. It does not look like a museum. It's like a gift shop. Yeah, it does not <laughs> have that feel of like, this is a museum, this is this display, this is that. This is just literally like, you can walk around the house, we haven't done anything to it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Like, I went to like, I've been to some museums where it's like, oh cool, a castle. You walk in and you're like, I paid twenty bucks to walk around in two rooms. That was nice. All right. <laughs> I imagine it, it's a tourist trap for yeah. sure. If there ever was one. Um, for me, that dislikes. Um, I thought the movie bottoms out after the high of them burning. Yes. Yeah. They burn, and I'm like, I'm satisfied. Yeah. And then we get this wall of like, we gotta go back down from this like mm -hmm. this high, and we're back at the house, and we got this weird like teenage cuddle, you know, session, and then yes. like, you know, oh, they're back, with no explanation. The smoke comes back, and they blow <laughs> out the the that's, furnace. That's fair. Right. The, that's fair. And so it's like, oh, okay, we're I'm getting I have to get ramped up into this movie again. And they do a good job where, like, Sarah Jessica Parker's character sings and brings all the children. I like how some of the kids are still wearing their costumes to sleep. They're, like, walking in a full costume. It's like, it's like, isn't this, like, two in the morning? Like, <laughs> that kid's got a, like, candy hangover, like, no other to words. Be like, fair, to be fair, none of the parents are home. That's true. Yeah. None of the parents are home, so... They're probably vegging out on the couch eating candy all no, day. No, they're at the party. They're stuck, no, they're cursed. I'm saying the kids. Oh, oh the yeah. kids. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. But I like how some were wearing pajamas and they have, like, little robes. Yes. And like, <laughs> well, oh, the, the witch is calling me. Let me put on my robe. It should be a little nippy out. It is Massachusetts in the fall. <laughs> yeah, it's just for me, like, 
And then as we got to the part where they're back at the, the cemetery and they're turned... So I was like, oh, okay, like, that's how this movie ends. And I, I realized, like, I get so excited to watch this movie, I watch it, and then somehow I'm always pulled away. And I never finish the movie. The movie finishes out fine, but I'm fine with it ending at the school. I agree. At that point, I was like, oh, that's a smart way of getting rid of them. I can see why it didn't end. Yeah. Because it was that moment of cockiness, you know, where you like you feel like, we won, but we you didn't. didn't win. Yeah. And like it comes back and haunts you that you didn't finish the job. It's true. So I think that I think that I think that is essential in any sort of like scary Halloween story where that sense of like we did it. We got away. We won. And then all of a sudden, no, here comes the monster. It's true. Oh, but I loved when, like, Billy stood up against, like, oh, yeah. the witches. <laughs> Gag! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, next question is, what makes this one of the best family-friendly Halloween movies? And if it is not the best... Name a better Halloween movie that's good for families. It probably is, in my opinion, the best Halloween movie for the family because it is the most family-friendly. Because, I mean, you think of Halloween movies, you think of, like, the Halloween movie. Yeah. Or... Uh, Jason and Freddy Cougar. Yeah. And, like, like, scary, the, like, slasher death and The only thing that would compare to Hocus Pocus... Don't say Halloween Town. No. I just, <laughs> the only thing that would maybe come close would be any of the Disney Channel movies, which don't come close to no. Hocus No, they Pocus. don't. And this don't. movie is, I believe, is just a step above. I agree. Yes. You take Bette Midler out and... And it falls down to and just, Disney Channel like, status. Right there. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. And so that's crazy that one actress and maybe like one song. I think all three of the sisters. They work off really well. But if you did like a second movie and Bette Midler's not in there. True. That's like, I mean, she's the keystone. I feel. Oh, yeah. She's the head sister. Well, she's the keystone of the whole movie. I agree. Yeah. Like they they try to play the movie off as like it's about the kids. But in the end. It's, like, you don't care about the kids, you care about the witches. So. Yeah, it's kind of like how The Simpsons started off with Bart, the kid, and it's really about Homer, and it turns into Homer, and that's what it is. Yep. Or Boy Meets World, where it's like, it's about Corey, but we're really there for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> In the end, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really couldn't think of anything. Um, no. Maybe Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters, yes. Gremlins? Gremlins is another one. Gremlins. But you're dealing with Christmas there, too. And Gremlins is scary. How about Ghostbusters? Uh, not Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, my goodness. Uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. That's like Beetlejuice, too. I grew too. up watching Beetlejuice. That's true. Beetlejuice. But that movie creeps me out to this day. Like, it's so creepy it's movie. dark. It's you're like going to the underworld, and they're pulling what? their faces out. So that's why I said, like... Tim it, Burton, so... Yeah. I was like, <laughs> at the point, you're really... The only closest thing you do have for a family-friendly is a Tim Burton film, where it's so dark and it's in that realm. Nightmare and at that point, is it really yeah. a family-friendly? Right. And, like, Ghostbusters, yeah, that is a good Halloween movie, I must say. But maybe towards, like, boys would probably connect more with Ghostbusters. Girl, 
Ghostbusters now? Uh, yes. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did not. I did. I saw it. I left. But, but this is not the Ghostbusters yes. podcast. We're but done. just in general, I think Hocus Pocus is overall family friendly that like most people in the fa- all ages in the family can enjoy it. Yeah, I, I think so. Yep. I think there's something for the parents, something for the teenagers, something for the little kids. There's something for I think all demographics. It hits it hits the demographic button on just about everyone. I feel. I think so, and I think that's why this movie just works, and why it is, like, I think it is the Halloween movie, or it is the movie for this, for this holiday, because it is a kid's holiday, and it's also a holiday for adults, too, or they have their parties, and it kind of just, everyone accepts it. Yep. Or maybe just the generation that was a kid are now adults, and the parents watched it with their kids, and so it's just, it keeps going on. Yes. It's so. the same thing about it's the, the the way these movies survive, like Hocus Pocus and Star Wars and all these others, like these movies that are multi generational. It's it's just one of those things that like it's going to be the people who are truly passionate about it will bring it to their kids, and that's how it'll carry. That's on. how it carries on. I and agree. I, I think you know, as you know, low budget and uh, underperforming the Hocus Pocus movie was, it's definitely a movie that will definitely, I feel, stand the test of time in terms of Halloween entertainment. Especially if the Disney yes. company is still around. That yep. is... Right. They will... They're going to milk that for everything they have. I believe oh, they're working on the number two, I believe. And that brings us to our next question. Oh. <laughs> I'm Would the you want to watch Hocus Pocus 2? Do you think there's a good enough story? If they maybe did a prequel... When the Ooh. sisters were younger. And they just kill the children and try to stay alive no. for time? Just become learning to become witches. Okay, so, alright. We got the prequel, but that's not number two. That's like... I know, but I'm just... It, if you want a prequel, that's how you think it will succeed? Yes. Okay. I don't... I don't... I wish they'd just leave it alone. Me too. I, I think sometimes, you know, everyone keeps asking for, we want a sequel for this, sequel for that, and when they come out, they're never as good as the original, because, let's be honest, the original's okay at best, it's not the most amazing movie ever, but it's something it that, be- that hits us in that nostalgic bone, that like, oh, I love that movie so much, that... Regardless of what the sequel comes out, it will be lesser. Yes. I think so. It's already hindered with with that nostalgia. And I, I asked myself the question, do you think this movie, Hocus Pocus, would do as well? Would it reach as many kids this no, generation? It won't. No. If it was if this was the first generation, would it hit like when it came out, it's the same age as your children. As me and mm-hmm. you to your kids, do you think they would latch on to it? Did, would they understand the new one or the the old one? The the the, the Hocus Pocus original. original, yeah. Uh, no, and here's why: uh, they make too many time references. There's too many references for that period of time in the early '90s. Yes, uh, it's not. It's it doesn't. Um, well, if they made a modern like timepieces, if they made. If, if, they, if they updated it to be more 
generic references yeah. that's not so much like oh look Madonna. There's, there's Madonna like okay that's <laughs> how many people know Madonna like that like not very not very that many was people. very 90 reference yes. right? <laughs> appropriate for its time yes appropriate for its time but like it's like Lady Gaga on a meat suit or something like that and that's even dated in itself right there yep. right okay I was just kind of curious that, that was that's my point of view I, I for me the Hocus Pocus 2 it's like it's good. Hocus or Pocuser. Yeah, it's just... That's why I was... That's yeah, what, that's what I was saying. The only, I would, the only way I could see it maybe being successful if it was like a prequel, take a younger Sanders sisters. And what I've heard, it's not. It's, it's like... Right. It's it's going to be a continuation. It's like Girl Meets World. Yeah. Boy, I've really taken over with the Boy Meets World. You, we, we found a lot of... Of uh, Meets World references. Yes. I'm sorry, I've been watching it a lot lately and I can't get enough of You're it. You're prepping for a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're going to finish off this podcast with the rating system. I like to use the uh, Mickey ice cream bars as a reference because our family loves taking pictures in front of the castle with frozen Mickey bars that we can't bite into. That's right. Just quite yet. <laughs> and with you know, whatever fraction we have, you throw in whatever Disney food you think is appropriate. So, uh, Jackie, what Mickey bar ranking or rating would you give Hocus Pocus? Is it out of five? Out of five. Five Mickey bars is like, I wash it all the time. I can't get enough of this. It's on. I have to stop what I'm doing. I would give it three Mickey bars with a Mickey pretzel. A little sweet and a little salt. A little salt? Is a it like salt. is it like is it like half right there? A half eaten pretzel? Like a half eaten pretzel. So three pretzel. and a half? Three and, and a half. You gotta yeah. give me a like a well, you can't just throw it around. You gotta give me like is it half eaten? Is it there? <laughs> give me a fraction with that random food. Three and a half. Three and a half, okay. Half eaten pretzel. A little salty. Yeah. I'd give it a two. Whoa! I give it a two. Never again. You'll like, I watch it once and no, it pops like, on. No, like, the way it is, is like, it's okay for me. Uh, my wife loves it, so I'll end up watching it every year regardless. But it's not going to be a movie I'm going to actively search out and put on by myself. I will not put it on by myself. Um, it's, it like, I'll watch it when it's on, but I won't proactively turn it on myself. Okay. Um, for me, it's three. Mm-hmm. Again, because I didn't, I thought at first I was like, oh, this is like a four. This is classic. Right. And I watched it and I'm like, you know what? This, I don't know the ending of this movie. And there's a reason why, because I. It's very forgettable. It, I the forget. The is forgettable. Well, I was like, oh yeah, the stone. And I was like, okay, that's creative, but I just didn't. It's like this is why I don't finish the movie because I don't I don't care for it, and so that's why I'm like it, it's bumped down to three. I'll probably watch it and share it with my child, yep. um, but I won't make it a tradition. I don't think it's necessary because it will always be on Disney Channel. It will always be streaming somewhere. I went to Target and I saw them selling the DVD Blu-ray and the 4K for you know it's like. It's going to move on. If it's bumped up into the different mediums of VHS to DVD... It survived this long. It's it's it's, it's, it's doing better than The Rocketeer did. And oh, that Rocketeer good. was such a better movie. Mm. Oh. All right. <laughs> Making people cry. That's a future episode. That will be a... It is definitely a future movie <laughs> review because it's 30th anniversary 
is June next year. So look forward to that. Um, so that concludes our. I, I want to say one. Well, last got one thing. last thing. I okay. have one yeah. last thing I want to gripe about. Get it off your chest. Yeah. The soundtrack does not have the song. Oh in wow! It. It, the soundtrack to this to the movie does not have the song. I put a spell on you. It it's just a rights issue. It yeah. has to be because like I was just so bummed. I was all like, "Oh good, I'll have it this." And he's like, "It's not even here. It's not even on the soundtrack because we oh. have the soundtrack and it's not there." And I'm, that's that's the last negative mark I have against Hocus Pocus. Sorry, I'm very negative. I know there's many people that are gonna hate me for that, but uh, yeah. I'm I think it's a good perspective. We needed, we needed yeah. like a reality. Let's, I'm the Debbie Downer of the group. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So that concludes our podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, once again, we're the Matterhorn Yodlers. Please, jo- please look at our social media. Uh, we have, uh, we're on Spotify, right? Uh, anywhere, yes. basically anywhere you can get your podcast almost. Yes. Except for one, which I'm working on. <laughs> working on it. Um, email us at matterhornyodlers.com. And this is new. We're on YouTube. We're on YouTube. Even they can see our faces. No, no. I just put a picture up there. And it's just for those that just, you know, they have a Roku, they have YouTube, they just want it playing on their TV, just something in the background. It's there. Um, because we just we want to expand our reach with you guys. So with the different mediums that we are on, just reach out to us. Tell us some ideas. We have gotten some suggestions out there. Yes, we love suggestions. So what was that suggestion? Uh, would you rather episode? So that oh, will be coming. Really? Okay. Yeah, I heard this yet. And so, uh, yes, we'll, we'll definitely take that in consideration. Yes. Um, until then, Avidazine. Avidazine. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Matterhorn Yodelers. Please remember before your bobsled comes to a complete stop to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember, remain seated please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. <laughs>